Welcome to Pretty Funny Business, the playground brand we were forced to create in order to corral our founders' nonsensical ideas and general tomfoolery. From the founders of, but not generally endorsed by, Emmy Collective. From this podcast, you can expect off-the-cuff banter on feminism, funny business, and, well, not-so-funny business. Join us out of curiosity, stay for the hot takes and dad jokes. Okay. Hello and welcome to Pretty Funny Business. I am Sydney Mulligan. I'm Lauren Aquilino. And, and today we have already... <laughs> I'm James Leadham. Hi. We're already laughing, so it's a good start. <laughs> I don't even remember what we were <laughs> laughing about. Probably something that shouldn't be repeated on the recording. Uh, but James, we're thrilled to have you with us today. Uh, James is, I'm going to say it, James is my favorite Adobe Marketo Engage employee. Uh, mm. James is super smart. He works for the mothership. He's one of the people that actually knows what he's talking about. And we're going to get to know him a little bit today. That's high praise. I appreciate that. <laughs> um, James, why don't you just tell us where where you started, how you got here? Give us the lowdown. Give us the four one one. Yeah. So uh, so currently, I'm a customer technical advisor at Adobe, uh, which basically just means that for Marketo and uh, Marketo Measure, um, I've gotten a lot better at saying saucy Marketo Measure. Yeah, Marketo Engage, Marketo Measure. Uh, uh, I basically consult customers on it. So um, I'm, I'm like a free resource. Um, I don't do any of the work. I um, will ghost into instances if I need to um, do technical onboardings, talk through like specific technical issues that people have. And um, yeah, my it's it's great. Honestly, I'd spent about eight years in marketing operations. Um, so actually doing doing the marketing operations work, um, everything behind the scenes, uh, especially Marketo at Marketo and then Marketo at Adobe after it got acquired. Um, so very, I've always considered myself a very uh, dog food eater of the Marketo <laughs> products. So making the sausage uh, behind the scenes. Um, and uh, yeah, that's just like kind of, you know, I, I think I'm good at like four things and that's one of the four things. <laughs> what are Welcome three? to the club. <laughs> <laughs> Everything else is things you should have uh, is for. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. There are other three. I don't know. They're they're out there somewhere. <laughs> um. All right. That's that's wonderful. So, James, why do you listen wait, to wait this a minute, podcast? Wait a minute. Get... Wait go a minute. Ahead. Wait a minute. Go go please. Um, James, did I black out, or did you describe that you are a rebounder? Like you, yeah, I'm I'm a boomerang. Boomerang, okay, okay. So you were at Marketo. Is that where you started marketing ops? Uh, no, no, no. I, I started marketing ops at a at a company called Power School. It's K through twelve ed tech, but is also owned by Vista. So oh. I started Vista purchased Marketo, and it was uh, I was like on a call with a Marketo person on uh on a on a blue jeans call oh i remember oh my blue gosh jeans. i remember blue jeans was like I a big thing marcato used to like be like we so are bad. all blue jeans it. now yeah i also worked for blue jeans was blue jeans owned by marcato or owned by vista <laughs> no. no okay no. why were they all 
they they got bought they um they got bought by Verizon eventually after I left. Um, I consider that my my personal D day, which which I don't think like my my nine month like sentence at Blue Jeans. <laughs> Terrible. He got to go to jail. Why not and, me, Sydney? Oh yeah. my god! <laughs> oh my god! I was I was in solitary confinement <laughs> in that place. Um, Lauren, if you but, want to go to jail at Blue Jeans, I will allow that. All right. Well, RIP. I, I can hook you up. I got. I know some people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was like I, I mean, it was like I started when I, when I started at Blue Jeans. Like both my my manager and then director above me quit within the first month, and then I was. There for a meeting company for for a, uh, like better than being there was the tagline i had to hop on a uh, cal train in san jose and take it like an hour and a half all the way up to san francisco three times a week what so very, for like a yeah, virtual was, meeting platform cool. oh, okay yeah. yeah this is in 2017 yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh this man um, well that was so, the beginning uh, of the end yeah yeah absolutely um and then once uh i I remember being at uh marketo summit in 2018 uh if you know uh you probably both know digital pie um good uh friend and mentor of mine tom grubb who was one of the co-founders of digital pie i met him on the like digital pie booze cruise that they had with like oh fun yeah it was great it was like around the san francisco bay we were both at competing. We were not allowed to. Yeah, I was gonna say those things we that we never got to experience because we were working at competitors. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was. I mean, it was great, but it was also like super windy out there. And I think there was a lot of seasickness. Yikes! Um, it, but it was great to meet people. And Tom basically was like, "Hey, there's a, a marketing ops manager role at at Marketo." Um, and I I had grown up in the Bay Area. I went to school in Sacramento. I'm like, I'm NorCal till mm. I die. I wear Vans five panel hat still to this day um and uh, i feel like that's a really like, yeah, california a specific reference that i did not get <laughs> i don't think lauren if you could i mean it, no it's just like like what I, was it what kind of hats you want a five panel hat just like uh you, you won't catch me in a suit typically unless it's like a wedding basically oh, okay. like, i have no what is a five panel hat a five panel hat um i don't think i have well one. it's okay it's an audio podcast <laughs> okay i'll that's fair. Hey, I didn't know if we're going if we're going video. Um, uh, I'll grab I'll grab one and show you. Um, but uh, yeah, he was like, "Hey, there's a job at Marketo managing Marketo." Okay, wait, what and, year was this? Uh, wow, 2018 Summit 2018. Interesting. And and he's like, "But the only kicker is that it's in Denver." And oh. I was like, "Tom, I will run away to Denver with you right now." <laughs> I'm, wow, that's romantic. I'm so oh, because you were were you in jail at this time? Yeah, I was in jail. Yeah, I was in, okay. I was in the. Uh, well, and like, come on, Denver um, is like not that hard to be like. Well, okay, fine. I guess I'll go to the mountains. Yeah, if he was like Omaha, Nebraska, right? Yeah, so they were moving but, to like the middle of the Midwest. Sorry, Lauren. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, it it's the West technically. This has been hotly contested to be yeah. a topic. I think it's the start of the Midwest, but um, oh, Colorado, Denver, yeah. yeah, yeah. We were talking like Cleveland is Ohio's like te- technically part of the Midwest, but it's much more East yeah. Coast. Like at least the cities are. I think that's where it starts to like right. mesh away. Like the country parts of Ohio are Midwest, but the cities are East Coast, and everything else right. is blah. 
But I can see that about I that like might be Rockies. the same about you know Colorado. Like there's a lot of farm town there too. Yeah, I think the Rockies and the Appalachians are like anything oh, in between that's oh, like kind of the oh, Midwest. Um, you know, James, interesting that you should stumble into this trap, but uh, it is Appalachians. Appalachians. Thank I didn't you. know. Thank you. I didn't know. I live two hours from the Appalachians. I didn't know. That was something we all learned, except for me on the Justin Norris podcast, because I went to Appalachian State, and there are many, many memes out there about if you if you call it Appalachia, I will throw an Appalachia. (laughs) (laughs) I like that. Yeah, no, it's Appalachian Mountains. There you go. Um, All right, cool. So you romantically ran away to Denver with. This Broski, who's yep. the co-founder of Digital Pie, and uh, worked for Marketo as a Digital Pie client, and you lived happily ever after for a little while. But then you left. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, no, I, I mean, definitely was just ready to get out of there, uh, get out of the Bay Area. I grew up there, so yeah, it was, it was time that. to go. And then went to Marketo and was like, um, you know really excited to just be a sponge and just learn from all the other people in marketing and marketing ops at Marketo. Uh, this is when Sarah Kennedy was CMO. Mm, um, good times. And yep. Yep. Paul Wilson that, you know, he was there. Oh um, wait, you were then, on that team. The- yeah, I was, so he was like marketing technology and I was more like marketing. Okay. Wait, but Jeff was there then too, right? Jeff Castellane. I uh, don't know mm-hmm. Jeff. Okay, interesting. Jeff also it could have been a different one. Marketo thing. Overlap. Oh yeah, yeah. One Marketo was like that. One team. Yeah, um, one team. And then uh, it it was a really. This is actually the second time that this has happened, and I, this is this is a part where where like you know it doesn't matter if I say names or not, but I won't anyway. <laughs> um, this this happened at Power School when I first like I graduated college. I crammed a four-year comms degree into five and a half. <laughs> and I, as, as I got out, no, seriously, like people don't. I I like how you said you crammed it in. Yeah, and it was comms. I mean, this tracks. And it was comms. And and my GPA was. What? Oh, gotcha. so, wow. wow. Where did you go? Any, anytime. Where did you asked, not? Where did you uh, not go? <laughs> Whitney, yeah, about 50% of the time I was at Sac State. No, I, uh, I was a terrible student. I still think I am. Cool. Good for you. Look at yeah. you now. Yeah. But I found, I found something that worked for me. Yeah. First thing I did was marketing ops and working out of Marketo at Power School. And I was like, this is great. This works. Perfect. So, is that where Rachel brain. worked um, for a bit too? Am I making that up? Rachel Noble? She, yes. Yeah. Worked there recently. Oh, yeah. That's why I know um, Power School. Which also. Yeah. Well, I know power school it's, because know, my kids used it for a bit, but now oh, they yeah. don't. So Andy? It, I was, it was the wildest place <laughs> to work, especially when you're managing like the, the public inbox. Oh no, I can't parents imagine. Parents would email mm-hmm. like, hey, like what's the attendance for my kid? And I'm like, why do you think we would know that? Like powerschool.com. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Or they'd email in and be like, hey, this is my kid's name, date of birth, and social security <laughs> number. I need, I need their report card. Thank you. <laughs> like, wouldn't even respond. Delete. Like, I um, I worked for a company that yeah. did maintenance software. It was like the, the software you would use to submit 
it was actually four schools. It was like submit. There's a light bulb out in my classroom. Like, can the maintenance man come replace it? But all the time we would get people on the contact form. They're like, someone threw up in my classroom. <laughs> someone, the, I need a new whiteboard, please. <laughs> I can't help you. Delete, 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 delete. Just auto respond. We'll be right there. Yeah, definitely. We'll be right there. Um, okay. Well, James, you and I connected in the fall and then we reconnected by surprise on one of the most satisfying client calls I've ever been on in my life. Did you two know each other before or just like LinkedIn? Like, how did you two know each other? Just yeah, LinkedIn. Yeah, just LinkedIn. Like, I didn't really know, know, know each other. Um, but, but, but that's a good. That's a good question though, real quick, because I feel like other people have this and probably people yeah. who listen to this podcast too. There are these like LinkedIn marketing ops deities that like <laughs> that are that like float around. You know, they're just like people that you always like see. Yeah. They post something and there's like um Jason posts all the, the mops right, memes right, right. and all that stuff. And Sydney was one of those people for wow. me as like a multi time Marketo champ Ooh. and like yeah I mean goddess. within that realm hey. within that realm um and and so yeah that was one of the like it's like and it's always like kind of nerve-wracking to like reach out to people that you that you're always like seeing really good content from on LinkedIn um so well, yeah James, that's how that's we so nice. that's how I've we never considered like. myself to produce good content on LinkedIn mostly shit posting so that's really yeah. nice you're saying well, yeah, it's definitely gone down. <laughs> before, before, right. It was See, really this is why before. people that know Lauren won't be on the podcast because affiliation causes <laughs> right. sharp like, decline. You were, funny and, you were funny until we met. And then what was that? <laughs> Scary. Yeah. Okay, well, James and I talked in the fall and then uh, James went to work. This is at- also my, one of my favorite stories of all time. So I'm excited yeah, for you to it tell was- it. It was a top five moment for me. Um, We talked in the fall and then James took a job at Adobe Marketo Engaged Measure Business Practitioner Certified (laughs) Architect. And that was all well and good. Then I was working with a client who was having some instance like speed issues, uh, which I've dealt with before and in the past was able to kick and scream enough to get moved to a new pod. So I decided that after several months of doing what I knew how to do, chipping away. And you did not like, you did not like the answer that you were getting, which happens sometimes. It does. You know, I think this is an important distinction between the support people that you talk to when you submit a ticket. And if you complain Mm -hmm. enough, the quality assistance you can get. (laughs) So I... I did my due diligence, which was I reached out to the CSM. I submitted my ticket. I was like, this is what I'm seeing. It's a problem. I know it's a problem. Don't talk to me like I'm a child. I know what I'm doing. This is should not be happening. Uh, and finally, after I did that enough, the CSM was like, I will put you on a call with someone from, I don't even remember the word that she used. And every time I say this, I know it's not actually what your team is called, but I keep saying the Marketo Technical Support C-tag. Team. That's not right. It kind of, it's CTAG, C-T-A-G, C-tag. the customer technical advising group. Okay, technical advising group. Yeah, she said, I'll put you on a call as yep. a technical advisor. I was like, thank you. So we get on this call, okay, and it's like me and, and my client, and, you know, they're, we are, we've been brought into this client to be the Marketo experts. Like, they have a few people on a MOPS team. Their, like, internal MOPS team is relatively small. 
and they're focused on a lot of other pieces of their tech stack and like overall business process, I would say, related to maps. And we are really the like, I know what's happening in Marketo. So I'm telling them like, this isn't right. What they're telling us is incorrect. I know this, like, let's get in there. We're going to, we're going to get some answers. Okay. So I am coming in guns blazing on this call. I am ready to go to war. <laughs> Jump into this freaking Microsoft Teams meeting. And it's me, the client, the CSM, and James Leadham. And I was like, Father God, you have smiled upon me today. <laughs> this is the best news I have ever received because James knows me and he's not going to talk to me like I don't know what I'm talking about. He's going to inherently believe what I'm saying, which is exactly what happened. So James shows up and he's like, oh, I didn't know Sydney was going to be here. I feel like I don't have anything else to say. And I was like, this could not have gone better. This could not have gone better. James, tell me your side of the story and I'll tell you how this ended yeah. on my end. I would love to. Um, so uh, yeah, typically I when I hop on a call with a customer, I'm either doing a technical engagement that's uh, like we're talking about here where there's a specific issue and we kind of run through like this is how it's happening and and most of the time it's like tunnel vision which to totally happens like there was totally something they weren't thinking of and we just take a look at it and fix it um or or i do onboarding so in in this technical engagement world it's like thankfully just because and again not good at a lot of things in my life especially like being a student not good at it <laughs> good at marketo so, so when I, when I like hop in those calls, I'm never worried about like the, the level of expertise that's on the other side of the call. Usually it's like, we can, we can find something or I have something to like give some, some sort of support. Um, usually when I hop in the call, my first thought is like, I'm going to make these people like, mm -hmm. like the, the <laughs> content, the, like the knowledge I, immediately. I'm just like, by the end of this 30 minute call, you're going to like me. Um, and it was like, oh, our instance is running slow. Uh, every time we like load leads in, it's it takes a long time to process. And I was just like, all right, yeah, thirty minute call, easy. I get on and Sydney's there, and I was just like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> like I, there's nothing I can bring to the table. I feel like that I, um, you know, was uh, would be like. <laughs> Did you try turning like it off and turning it back on again? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, hmm. you, you did. Yeah. You did provide was, some really uh, good feedback, and it was. It. I feel like it saved both of us a lot of time that we did not have to waste in the. Have you tried this? Have you tried this? Have you tried this? We could skip right. like first ten. I've tried them. Okay, I like. It's better. Yep. It's better than yep. it was, but it's still not where I know it's supposed to be. Um, but you did, you did right. identify a couple of good things and things are better. I would still say they're not like, yeah. but they're better. It's it not was... like a perpetual shit storm. And, right. uh, I also learned an important piece of information on that call, which is that you cannot move to a new pod for any reason that is no longer for any amount of money. Apparently Adobe has a lot more money than like baby little Marketo did. <laughs> Where they're like, yeah. sure, just pay us a billion dollars. And we're like, no, 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 we already have the billion dollars and you cannot. It is not worth yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right, right. It's, yeah, and I think that was a that was a really good, um, really good case in general because um, it pushed my boundaries of, of what I'm, like what I knew already and what I then 
now have access to in my role too. Um, like backend support tools, um, processing power, um, understanding of like how priorities for campaigns, smart campaigns yeah. work. Um, so, uh, yeah, I mean, I thought it was, um, I thought it was really good. Also, like if any customer comes to us and is like, we are trying to like send an email and the instance doesn't work. It's like, that is an issue. Problem. Totally. So yeah. it's, it's like in, in no realm, would you look at that, that instance and, um, say like, oh yeah, it's that's fine. just like how marketing works. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's fine. It's not. It's like you pay to send emails and process. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. No, it's good. I mean, ultimately, I think the biggest things we ended up changing were the segmentations. There were a few segmentations that were pretty noisy. Yeah. And that definitely helped, like made some amount of impact enough that it's not everything is on fire all the time. But I think Marketo is just, right. it's just struggling, you know, at scale. It's just yeah. struggling. <laughs> but, <laughs> but the, well, and and the, the pod thing. The pod thing is always weird too because there's like yeah, there, there's certain you just pods know there are some pods that, that do not perform well. I, it's a totally. well known secret, and it, it depends. It totally <laughs> depends on like who else is on that pod. Yeah, I'm like you I know because if you're if you I know the problem pod, is that we have a PP pod neighbor that's like not <laughs> they're 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 ruining the party for everybody. I feel like no somebody secretly told us. Didn't someone secretly tell us that they're actually on the? On Marketo's pod. James said that, but I don't know that we ever corroborated that information. I wasn't going to out him on the podcast. But. Oh, this, I thought it was maybe Jeff. Good... But... No, no. It was okay, James. Tim cut that. <laughs> Could be. Uh, this is a, this is a good time for me to say that n- nothing I say is like from Adobe PR specifically. <laughs> they do not know that James um, is doing this podcast. This... It has been 0% vetted. Nothing here represents the, the thoughts yep. of Adobe. <laughs> Marketo. This is all coming from that thing rattling around up here <laughs> in the head. So, Well, um, one of my favorite things about our conversation earlier and this story is that there's got to be some kind of equivalent of like parents wondering where their kids' report cards are and um, people <laughs> saying that someone threw up in their classroom where they need a light bulb changed to the software company of technical support. So, you know, yeah. I feel like it's frustrating for extremely you know, capable people who've been in the system for 10 years to like get an answer that's like, well, oh, turn yeah, off I mean, the all first... your unused trigger smart list or well, trigger smart The first smart thing that support right. told me when I put in the ticket was like, oh, uh, well, we reviewed the instance and you have 4,000 active trigger campaigns, which is uh, way too many. And I was like, this is an instance of like 4 million people. I don't think that 4,000 active trigger campaigns is actually that many. So I pulled up a few right. other client instances and they were like 26,000 active campaigns, 30,000 active campaigns with just as big databases and did not experience the same processing delays. I was like, this is fake news. You're lying to me. Whatever, <laughs> whatever. You have a form response that says someone said their instance is slow. The answer is however many active trigger campaigns you have, that's too many. It's too much, way too many. They don't actually know. They don't actually know. But it was, I mean, I thought we had a good conversation, but I will tell you the other side of the story after this call. So my client's there, right? And she's like, wow, <laughs> I had no idea. <laughs> I didn't even know the things that you could ask for. I had no idea anything that I would not have said that any of that stuff to Mark She said, I felt like you were a lawyer, like negotiating with him. For, <laughs> you will give me this. <laughs> um, and I will make you pay. 
it was the best, you know, regardless of what actually, like, they did not move us to a new pod, even though that's what I really wanted. Uh, it still made me look really good. And James showing up and being like, wow, if Sydney's here, then I have nothing left to say. I was like, this yeah. could not be a better situation for me. <laughs> you just faked, like, an internet outage. This is great news. I think even at the end, you were like, you told the I'm breaking client, up. Like, you, I'm breaking up. No, at the end at, at the end of the call, you told my client you were like, I I know that you're in good hands with Emmy. And I was like, James, my guy, my guy operating on my behalf at the mothership. I appreciate you. <laughs> hey, gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> I, I have a list of um I have a list of like partners and, and service partners that that I will uh, point people to. Um, and then I have a list of people that I wouldn't trust to make cereal. Uh, <laughs> mm. so I, you know, we need like, a... I, think, I think everyone has that list. Like, like I wouldn't, there's people I know that are like Marketo certified and they're, and I'm like, don't, don't, don't come talk to me. them. Like, don't you know, it takes more than just knowing Marketo to, yeah, it takes more than well-rounded you know that like second totally. phase and i think they like tried to get there with the test even is the like can you but should you and it's hard hmm. it's hard to know yeah. if someone has that it's always a really good question yeah. yeah like i i had a i had a customer the other day that was like hey how do we get um how do we get like how do we incentivize our sales reps to follow up on leads and i was like how do they get paid? Yeah. <laughs> leads. I was like, all right, well, there you go. And that's number like, one. You want money? Yeah. Like I've taken people out of the routing queue before if they're like not doing a good Dang. job or they're, Damn, I, mean, I, I, I talked to their manager yeah. about it, but like if, you know, if, if they don't follow up, then they, they're out for a day. And it's like, go outbound. That's what they did before market. You know what? I love this we energy. Love this if we so ever much. have a sales team or BDR team. It's you're in, you're in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> James is it. Thank you. Um, um, I do feel like a contrarian though with, with that sometimes. Cause I'm just like, no, you don't have like to we, do the work. You a... just have to boss people around, make sure they get done. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what I think I asked. Uh, I don't remember if it, I think I must've asked Justin Norris this, but is, is it harder to parent a teenager or manage a BDR team? <laughs> And, you know, some days it's so a toss up. I think BDR team is probably more like being a preschool teacher than parenting a teenager. Oh, but... that's kind of a burn. I love BDRs. Well, I love preschoolers too, though. So yeah, so, you, you can love I mean, both. I yeah, think or can love BDRs those. have just gotten a little um, entitled. They're a little self-righteous, a little too good for their job, which is um, cold calling and following up on inbound leads. You know, just go. Yeah, it's a good training ground. Their job is. I don't want to. Their job is to hear the word no, and yeah, like that's like just all the job. Day. It's just an entry level job. Like you just have to go do it and stop complaining to me. It is, and and they're they're usually their their lifespan in that role is like six months, yeah. six to nine months or so. Yeah, so I don't have and time to care about your feelings. You're going to be gone soon. They go. <laughs> one time I told I one time Sydney brutal. said something about someone else, and my answer was yes because they're nicer than you. And she got mad at that, but I stand by it. And I would like BDRs to know that we do care and that we are here to support you and that Sydney has been out of the game for too long. 
Listen, you've been out of the game longer than I have. But I still care. So what's that? I would argue that you've been out of the game too long. And that's why you still care. (laughs) That's why I care. (laughs) Oh, maybe that's true. Maybe they've gotten worse. What do I know? I will say, like, the more sales Mm. automation that has become commonplace Mm. for BDR teams, they have gotten worse. They have gotten very entitled and are, I mean, spending half their day playing golf and then dumping 100 MQLs in an outreach cadence and calling it a day and then complaining about their job. You don't have a job. You're about to automate yourself out of a job because you're not doing anything. Yeah, I don't have, I, I definitely don't respond well to the complaining part because it's like, none of us should be complaining. Like, none of us are, are like doing CPR multiple times mm-hmm. a day on people. Yeah. None of us are like digging ditches or stacking scaffolding. Sending emails, us, not you know, saving lives. Even, yeah, exactly. Even making coffee. Like, making coffee sometimes like working at like a busy coffee shop seems yeah it's not great i mean i've done it it's it's not fun um i think that like usually it's uh my mentality toward it is like i don't want to be a bdr so if you hit your goals as a bdr but you play golf all day i don't give a shit like that's that's fine by me i think it's the complaining part i I, yeah yeah then goals maybe aren't hard enough um but if you don't hit your goals and you come to me and say like this is why i didn't hit my goals because like these things are 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 blockers and it's like all right that's fair we're gonna have a conversation about it um i love i definitely i again same thing i have a very polarized (laughs) list of of bdrs that i would like trust to watch my dog there's occasionally a good bdr they are occasionally and not and not make your cereal yeah and and then yeah ones that i wouldn't trust to make my cereal um so. But you're right. It's usually that they're not being comped on the right thing. Like they're they're not being right. properly incentivized or they're being properly incentivized to do nothing. If it's, you know, if they're being gold on how many emails they sent and they can drop 100 people in an outreach cadence, check, done, mm-hmm. going to play golf. It's not going to do it. anything for yeah. follow-up. It's been interesting working like with different companies. And I realize that there, of course, is like... Um, when you like going from company to company and seeing how their BDR teams work and what, how their goals are. And a lot of times it is like for their daily goals is X amount of calls or weekly goals, X amount of, you know, touch points to go from like one company is like, Oh, they need to make like 50 dials a day. And then another company is like, they need to make 50 dials a week. And I want to be like, do you know what humans are capable of when it comes to (laughs) phone calls? No one is even answering those calls. It's so true. Also, can you imagine a worse job for you, Lauren? No, I would never. Maybe that's why I love them so much is because I'm You're like, just so happy that they're willing you. to make the phone calls. <laughs> are you are you not a no, phone call no. person? Lauren no. is extremely okay. anti phone call. Like I would say I it's I mean, it it's not allergy. just because I Yeah, exactly. It is I would say it is an allergy too. It's not like I I don't want to be this way. It's not like I'm I'm not anti phone call in the way that I'm like anti-Trump <laughs> sure. yeah. but they do and both make me incredibly anxious <laughs> in spite of my bald head I completely agree with you on that I I feel like when I shave my head I look like a Jan Sixer so I'm like just I just want to be clear when people see my bald head anti-Trump, anti-Trump. 100%, oh gosh pro-feminist 
Oh, you Hell said yeah, Jan. Si- I didn't know what you yeah. said at first, but you said Jan Sixer. Is that what we call people I mean, now? Yeah, I, I that's look fair. like a Jan Sixer. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's what I. I was actually living in DC. <gasps> Wild. What? Oh, yeah, that's it was. Scary. It was. It was insane. Um, yeah. I, sorry, I, I took us on a tangent. No, that was great. Are there documentaries yet? Why? It's fine. We got political. I we hope do that. there are. I had, I mean, whatever, you know, like, it's honestly one of those things. It's like, I I feel like, especially like working in tech, it's, it's pretty like you're talking to the right people, but, um, no, I, I had COVID for the first time and I tested positive on January 6th. It's a big day for you. (laughs) Yeah, this is, this is actually a pretty funny story. So, um, I, I moved to DC in, um, August, 2020, August, 2020. Um, I was living with a girlfriend at the time in Denver. She went to grad school. I was working for Adobe and working from home. And I was like, never lived on the East Coast. Never really been east of Denver for much long of a time. So I was like, hey, uh, I'll go, whatever. Um, I get there and immediately I was like, this sucks. I hate this. Because people are very standoffish and like work focused in DC. I, I live to leave at five. I'm not like... I enjoy what I do. I, I enjoy having conversations about revenue operations, stuff like that. But like, I enjoy everything else I do in my life way mm-hmm. more than that. Respect. Um, and so I was there. Uh, all my friends and family are back on the West Coast. I feel like it's uh, also January a very 6th. like West Coast kind of guide to be like, yeah, whatever. I mean, I've never lived on the East Coast, so sure, I'll move <laughs> in with you. Yeah, we live. We live together. We live together. together Oh, you did. Okay, good. So so we already live together. Um, but then yeah, relocating that's a lot. Yeah, I was like, I'll go, and she's like, not an invite. And I was like, I'll I'll come with. It's fine. Um, She said not an invite. She she did not say that. Are you guys Um, still together? She was like, oh, we're not. No, we're not. She she's wonderful. She's a wonderful yeah, person. Yeah, yeah. Just didn't work no shade, out. No um, shade. So, uh, so I'm over there. Uh, I get and I had like trouble breathing. It, it was really bad for me. Um, but I get uh, I wake up and I have all these texts from oh from COVID. I was like, why couldn't he breathe? Was it because what of the DC yeah. air? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, did you say you had an allergic it reaction? <laughs> it was the tear gas when I was in the Capitol building. Um, no, it was, uh, so, so I get all these texts from friends and family and I, I had texted my mom and sister earlier that morning. I said, Hey, I tested positive. I'm doing fine. I was not, but I was like, I'm doing fine. We're, we're good. And, um, and I started getting all these texts. They're like, Hey, are you okay? How are things going? Aww. All this stuff. And I, I texted everyone back basically the same thing. I was like, yeah, I'm good. Um, like symptoms aren't too bad. Um, you, uh, no you know, hanging about. in there. Oh my gosh. Just, and, and then like the 20th person was like, Hey, you should turn the news on. And I turned, I turned it on and like the Capitol's being stormed and I'm like hyperventilating, hyperventilating already. So I turned it off and I texted everyone back and I was like, just kidding. Okay, I am well, not fine. Not, not me. <laughs> I do have COVID, but we're like, just, I'm not anywhere near it. Having we're a hard it. time breathing, yeah. but other than that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. God. Yeah. I had the horns on. Did you see oh, me down no. there? <laughs> I was running. Um, I was this running. is another good time to mention that 
anything James says has not been vetted by Adobe PR. <laughs> yeah, it's only totally the thoughts agree. and You can just pretend whatever he says is, it was us. Yeah, it was us that said yeah. it. We report to no one. <laughs> yeah, oh, to use AI. Holy cow. Well, this is funny. Meandering conversation getting to know you, James. That is uh, funny. <laughs> move, move into some more items on our agenda here. Uh, yeah. Wow, that was a trip. Okay, so, James, uh, I'm going to amend this slightly from how we normally ask it. The question is, coolest thing you've ever done at work? Um, but I'm going to say, coolest thing you've ever done at work or scariest thing you've ever seen in someone's Mercado instance? Oh, my God, blue jeans. Uh, <laughs> scariest thing, like, immediately. I, when I logged in, I was, like, the only marketing ops person. The only person that was, like, had an MCE, the the uh certification right so log in there are like six people on the marketing team there are 24 admins in the system and that's like people from product people from sales people from engineering like and then everyone in marketing and i was just like oh my god what did i get myself into um that's why it was like the personal d-day there was no campaign naming convention there was no lead source there was no we decided to turn off the salesforce integration so Hmm, been there. Which is, yeah, right. Yeah. No, thankfully that was on. But here, the other thing was that they were paying for like a database of about 3 million people. Um, and they're, and that's only because the Blue Jeans product was hooked up to Mar their Marketo instance. PLG so before PLG was PLG. <laughs> yeah. But like, not really because. Everyone who logged into the logged into Blue Jeans, even if they were just a guest, it would create a lead in Marketo. Was it creating and, duplicates? And so then, uh, I don't think it was creating duplicates. I think because there were some like pretty technical people that hooked that up, and it was like mostly like create update. The this lead is like anyone kind of who's ever logged into a Blue Jeans meeting ever for anyone. Yes. Yes. Wow, that doesn't seem right. No. <laughs> yeah, I turned that off immediately good, good um, for you. or like try to turn it off and then i mean broke probably and then... saved them quite a bit of money <laughs> decreasing their market database size and also their lawsuits compliance with blue jeans was um yeah that was a, that was a big uphill battle as well that was right when like gdpr hit and then yeah. everything pretty bad like subsequently was like hey we're enforcing it and then the next like six months later they're like hey no really we're gonna enforce it you know i think it's really later, interesting like, you know to think about the timeline <laughs> of um email data privacy policies that went into place mm -hmm. because castle was long before gdpr and i don't think anyone cared and i think canada was just like oh sorry you know if you feel like not emailing us if we didn't ask you to that'd be great but no, no worries, no big deal. And yeah. then GDPR was like, "You will not talk to us." And so everyone was like, "I guess we'll, I guess we'll just consider Canada to be part of that, also, since they're here." Well, like around the same yeah. time in Canada, they also had this uh, new law that was not as much focused on B two B. But I was at GE at the time, so I think because some of the products were B two C that they had to comply across the board. Anyway, it was a whole thing. But basically, like, any marketing materials have to be in English and in French um, because French is one of their official mm -hmm. languages. So it's, like, this huge thing. Like, they were like, we're going to shut your website down if you don't, like, post your entire website in French at the wow. same time that we were doing 
Castle. So that was. Is that was that for only companies that were like also based in Canada? I don't know. Huh. If you were just doing. But something. all I know I is that like, that's when I started. That's exactly what was happening. Was, this is the only thing we care about right now, is translating everything huh. into French. It was so weird. Is that when you started doing your French Duolingo and you just yes. kept your streak alive since then? I was like, "Hola, cómo estás?" That's, yeah, ¿Cómo nailed it. That was a yep. joke. Yep. Okay, so that is terrifying. Um, any any cool things you saw? Yeah. Just just terror. Yeah, cool. I I would say probably coolest stuff. Um, uh, two two things pop in mind. So in, in 2019. I was part of, it was like this traveling circus with, with Adobe. We were doing this uh, um, visible brunch and learns. So we we're selling visible and we we're doing these like incredible brunches at like Four Seasons um, Hotel. Like we would stay at the Four Seasons Hotels too. And it was like, I mean, I wasn't booking them. <laughs> they like the, the, the whole event that was like being planned. That was like that. I was just like looped into that. So sometimes I was a keynote speaker for that. Just talking like, like multi-touch attribution and then sometimes i was um i was our like internal dog food eater because i managed our visible instance internally so it was um uh that was really fun we did like orange county seattle chicago um atlanta austin houston Um, in new york did you stay at four seasons landscaping (laughs) we did not do (laughs) great question Love that question. Uh, we did not do New York. Rip. What a mess. Otherwise. Why do I know yeah, about Four Seasons you know, landscaping? We've before. <laughs> Rudy G, baby. Remember when Rudy Giuliani accidentally had like a problem? Oh, that's why I know. Four Seasons landscaping. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. That's one of my favorite things. That is one of my favorite things to ever happen alongside BBC Dad and also um, the lawyer showing up as the cat. Mm-hmm. Let's put it there. <laughs> that's a good one i haven't seen that video in a long time <laughs> that was uh um i just learned yeah. how to do filters on google meet and we use google meet and um mm. we spent a lot of time the other day when we were supposed to be working instead <laughs> doing the cat filter on google meet but it's the same you're full yeah. i don't know i am not a cat i'm a lawyer <laughs> <laughs> i don't know how to make it stop <laughs> Well, I can see how it can happen because my internet was not very good. And so like by the time I had clicked out of it, like then it decided to put like the uh, cowboy ranchero pirate face on me. And I had, I was already out of the screen where I could undo it. And I was like, well, now what? I am not a cowboy. (laughs) (laughs) And so I had to like, it took me a while to like have my internet reload this screen and figure out where I was to undo that. We were really laughing. Oh my God. What a crazy time. Cause it wasn't that like early COVID. Yeah. It was like peak pandy. That was, was that was something. Um, All right. Well, other than uh, the time that you were on a, almost wrecked ship with digital pie sailing around Alcatraz while they gave you a proposal to prison break out of blue jeans. Um, and people were barfing you, off the side. I love, we're barfing everywhere. I love that. Do you have any other funny conference or work trip stories? And I think this is interesting to talk to someone who actually worked at Marketo because A, did you even get to go? And B, uh, I'm sure the vibe was very different. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I think, I mean, obviously there's always going to be stories where like, you know, something happened and it shouldn't have or like, you know, someone. Yeah, but did you like go to a crazy like, party you know, or something? That's what I want to know about. Were you there um, in Vegas the year that Marketo randomly was in Vegas and the Will Smith, Jazzy Jeff party? Uh, happened? 26, yeah, 2016, right? That's I have a selfie with Will Smith. Okay, yeah. Um, Tell us about your experience that night. You know, I think that we don't even care about other conference stories at this point because we are secretly working on developing. You don't know if you have... (laughs) It's a secret. We are secretly working on nothing. Um, (laughs) If you have a conference story to tell us from any other year, I feel like they'll know. They'll be like, yes, I have a story. Otherwise, we're going to be like, where were Please you? Default to on where the were night? you on the night of yeah. the Will Smith party? That, well, I, don't, I really don't have any good stories about that because that was like one of the, that was like the first Marketo summits I went to. I remember standing at the Hakkasan Club in like a booth. Mm-hmm. And I have this mm-hmm. video on, on my Instagram as well where I'm like panning and there's like just confetti coming down and dancers and drinks everywhere. And I think the caption says like all this for marketing automation, <laughs> which to, to me, and it was, I was working for power school. I was like, what, who, like, who cares? What is this? That doesn't even make sense to me. And then, um, but I will say, I'm trying to the think. The like, party was a different night though than the Will Smith. Yes, party. it was the, the night. Yeah, party was the Marketo party. But yes. the Will Smith party yeah. was the Everstring party. That, yeah, at Wet Republic. Yes, at Wet Republic. Um, so yep. He's like, don't that know. Was, ever, uh, yep, nope, don't, don't know what you're talking about. That was, uh, no, I mean, I honestly, I was just like, I didn't know there were that many Marketo users. So I think like, especially, I, I didn't know everyone had that like email batch program, Tuscany background on their Marketo instance. <gasps> you know what I'm talking about? Like, like Aww. every time I logged in, I was like, is it like, I never thought about it, but everyone else is doing the same thing. Um, uh, I would say my favorite, my favorite experience was we had a, um, we had a, uh, <laughs> okay, this is one I can tell because right, I think this one's great. Um, we had a, a marketing team, um, offsite in Vail and basically, uh, it was like a few day offsite. Um, this is when this you was, were at Marketo. Uh, yeah. 2019. Vail sits at about 8,000, 8,500 feet elevation. And so we had people coming in from Seattle, the Bay Area, New York, um, Australia, like a lot of places that are sea level. So we kind of warned everybody, um, hey, take it easy the first night, like get used to elevation because you're going to have one beer and you're going to be absolutely like plastered. So just just be careful. So everyone was like careful the first night. Second night, everybody was like, that was easy and just went super hard um within reason it was a work event and then the third night was like the last night that we were there and um the the guy who ran the event um was uh and obviously not saying names anyone who was at the event knows exactly what we're talking about um and and knows this story and knows that he knows this story so he had to um drive back to denver which is like an hour and a half that morning to set something up at the office and then come back up to Vail. And so later that night, him and I, were, we have always had this like bantery relationship later on. And there's like 40 people probably in this, like in the hotel bar, he starts lining up shots for everybody. So he gives everyone a shot of tequila. I, if I remember correctly, 
And um, him and I were going back and forth. I, I would go up and just whisper and be like, this is a really shitty event. I can't believe you thought this would be a good idea. Just like very dry. And uh, we, it, it's great. I love this guy. Um, he stands up on, uh, on a stool. Mind you, he's 6'5", so he doesn't need to stand up on a stool, but he still does. And all of us are looking around and, and like, we're excited for the toast he's going to give, you know, thanks for, thanks for coming to this. It's, you know, it's very exciting as we like roll into a larger corporation and all this other stuff. He just raises a glass and goes, fuck James. <laughs> and, and everybody puts a glass hey. up and goes, yeah, fuck James. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay, sick. And so, and you're um, like, I've made it. And so, I have made and, it. Yeah, everyone cheers to that. And I was like, this is great. And then um, later, like, everyone got these like FJL shirts. <laughs> um, so then it was like a theme with like the marketing team. And I'm, I, I was not like targeted at all. I bring that on myself. I totally understand. Sounds that. pretty targeted, um, James. It sounds like some yeah. account based teasing. I think it's hilarious. Yeah, it, it was, it was account-based teasing. I also will say, uh, I used to always tell them like everyone loves to pick on the popular kid. Mm -hmm. um, you so really brought this up. So then they would stop. And I feel like for some people, for some people, this was the best night of their lives. And so they're like, lest us forget. Yeah. We will enemy. all tattoo FJL. <laughs> On our lower backs. Yeah. So I, I have a few shirts. I have a tote bag. I have um, a hat that have, you know, like the the white background with the black oval. And it. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Like the Ashton Kutcher hat. Yeah. It's, it's FJL. And I've had people ask. And I just say like, oh, it was when I was in Florida. They're saying, and let's then, go, Brandon. Uh, that makes no <laughs> sense. The team. It doesn't make sense it, it, at all. <laughs> Because <laughs> that's FLJ anyway. That doesn't even make sense. Also, it's in like the middle of where there was a war mm -hmm. for the last few days. Oh, you got a hat? Thanks for coming. But I got a hat. They went to war and all yeah. I got was this stupid hat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Shitty American flag on it. That's a good um, one. Yeah, that was a good time. That was a good time. Um, and no... No HR complaints out of it. None from me, none from other people. It was a good, wholesome work event. Um, no complaints. I mean, I think if anyone was going to make an HR complaint there, it was you. But it sounds like you. Like, <laughs> so, no, right. no, I'm good. <laughs> but I feel like you maybe missed your chance now. You're like, I liked it. So you know what I, I'd like you know for it I to happen again, is, in fact. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, actually, let me think about it. Um, what I did do is I would um, I would slack myself like, hey, tell this person to please come into my office, and then I would take um, our our fearless leader, our CMO. Uh, I would take her Slack picture name, and I would I would Photoshop it over the message, and then I would send it to some the person who I put their name in for. <laughs> And be like, hey, you better get into her office like really quick. Cool. Um, and and so I'd, yeah, I would just like I would do that sometimes. Um, wow, it sounds like this was a really fun. great team culture. It was it was honestly really great. Um, I'm not saying that any like any acquisition screwed that up at all. Um, <laughs> no, 
acquisition just changes the vibe. It, it the happens. vibes change immediately. Yeah, a company gets purchased and and like things change. But I I love being back at Adobe, so I'm like, I don't. I don't yeah, so you really like, like you exited what like shortly after it became Adobe, and then you came back, and it was like fully Adobe. Um, mid 2021, I left. Uh, wanted a raise, didn't get one. Took a better opportunity. Um, and was living in DC and would, uh, this is also like the most Cali thing too. I would, um, the company I was working for then was based in Manhattan at, uh, in Union Square area. So I would, instead of like flying and, and like wearing a suit, like all the other people at this FinTech company, um, I would take my bike and I would take my bike packing bag. So like backpacking and your hat with a bike and my hat and I had my hat and I, um, I would put all my stuff in there for the week. I would ride from my place in Arlington, Virginia to Union Station Amtrak, take Amtrak up with my bike to Penn Station, ride it to the office. I would have like jorts on with a t-shirt and and people thought I was like a DoorDash (laughs) delivery guy. And I was like, no. Do you have my burrito? I, I manage the leads that you get. Like I'm not, don't. Talk to me this is like incredible. That. I mean, um, I think that this definitely can be a New York vibe, but not at a fintech company. Not. At I a mean, hey, I would say everything is up that. for debate, and if you totally. want to charge your own path, you know, we're doing it. Yeah. You can too. <laughs> I love it. I think, I think, like, and this this probably comes with like being like a straight white guy in America as well. Like, I'm born with this this confidence that like, you know, it's, it, it is inherent to like that group of people because they're like never told no essentially for, for a lot of that stuff. And you think about how I got through college, I tried to fail and I like, it didn't let me. So it was, um, it is like the, the inherent privilege that I have, but I've always, I've always been along the lines of like, Hey, I'm good at my job. Are you good at your job? Cause like I'll wear jorts and I'll still be good at my job. You like go, go kick go rocks follow up on out. your leads bdrs yeah yeah exactly um so but i've always had a good rapport with people enough to like give them a hard time and and show up in shorts so that's great um well the next question i'm very curious about now knowing the general dynamic of at least that team you were on but <laughs> do you have two or three people that you would love to work with again Yeah, that probably would um, also want to work with you again, maybe. <laughs> and you know that has never I been see. a requirement. That's never been a requirement. Not... I, you know, what? it's never been. But I think today I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna recommend. It. <laughs> I'm gonna recommend. It. Yeah, it's not no, that, required, but recommended. <laughs> it's yeah, yeah. That's totally fair. Um, I would say. I mean, I've I've had a lot of really good bosses. Um, one of one of whom uh, his name's Augie Coron. Uh, he lives in New Hampshire now but i uh he was my boss at mark at um power school taught me like everything that i learned initially about marketo he ended up um working for digital pie for a few years so he um it's funny like full circle i also rachel i worked with digital pie rachel noble was my consultant at when i was at blue jeans so i knew her previously as well so it was like all yeah, really yeah. tangled anyway, up in the digital um, pie ecosystem for a while there. I mean, they took him yeah, on a boat, sure. Sydney. They sure did. 
I know. Yeah, they <laughs> they wasted their money. Um, I think uh, so. Augie, I would work with Augie again. I'm sure he he's a great friend now. So um, you know, obviously, yes. I would hope that he would say the same. He might say yes. Um, uh, Kylie Alexander was like my counterpart at uh, Marketo when I was there. Um, she was hired without Marketo knowledge and is like a complete um, badass just just in general i love kylie um and then uh yeah i would probably that guy that that chanted fjl uh, <laughs> he who would, shall not be named he shall not be named because we're not sure that he would approve but yeah you know he, probably <laughs> good man. amazing good man Incredible. All right, James. Well, last two segments we have for you here. Uh, first is called Something You Want, Something You Need, Something to Wear, and Something to Read. And it's pretty self-explanatory, but we'll just have you take us through uh, something you want. It can't be a need. It has to be a want. Something you need. Something to wear. It can be something you're wearing or like to wear. And you know what? You can't say five panel hats. We here to talk about that. And something uh, to read that you are reading, that you want to read, that you read recently. Something like that. Yeah. Um, and it could be anything. It doesn't anything. have to be like work. No, not at all. Okay. Something I want. Um, I just took like a week and a half off and I would love another week and a half off. I think that <laughs> <Perfect>. sounds. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. You guys had yeah. shut down. I, dro- I drove. We So we had shut down. I tacked on another week and a half to that. Oh wow. Um, nice. So. So you had two and a half weeks I drove from Denver to California and back. Yeah, yeah. I took off most of July. Um, I took off most of July. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Another week and a half would be great. Um, uh, Something I need. Um, uh, Younger leadership in DC. Mm, I I feel like I absolutely need that, Mm -hmm. especially with like the video of Mitch McConnell. I was going to say, did you watch that Mitch McConnell video yesterday? Yep. I I did watch that. uh yeah i think we just we need fresh perspective like younger leadership yeah Yeah, absolutely um literally something to wear yeah (laughs) um something to wear jorts i I know i mentioned it but that's kind of been my thing this summer like i'll go um and i this is a question i have for you too as well because i've never met either of you in in person Mm -hmm. how tall are you oh this is a fantastic question and lauren and i actually have a huge height disparity um, really? yeah, I'm five foot seven and you're what? Like five, okay. two, five, three. Um, five, one and three quarters. Five, one and three quarters. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yes. We've okay. talked before. Like I, I never really think about us as being quite so different. In height. I never think about myself as being someone who's relatively tall, but yes, Lauren and I standing next to each other. It is a lot different. It's, isn't it? And, and before you meet too. Yes. Like, I always think this is. You're like, I have no idea. No idea. Um, you know, should we guess how tall James yeah. is? <laughs> well, I'm looking at his chair. And it's either a really <laughs> small chair. This could be really zoomed in. He could be like four feet. Um. <laughs> I'm going to say James is six two. It is. All right, I'm not going to say anything because it makes me nervous, but go. But you can tell us. I'm 6'3". Six, I'm six oh, it's really close. Tall dude. 
yeah. you bring vertical expertise. Vertical <laughs> That's right. Bird's eye view of the whole instance. Um, of the whole instance. Yeah, George. So like, it's hard. So you to just find, wear pants. Uh, this is pants. Well, yeah. You just cut yeah, off just, your own like, pants. You make your own cutoffs. Um, no, he doesn't have to. He's so tall. I it's do. just I'm, already short. Yeah. I, I wear Jinko shorts. If you, uh, <laughs> oh my gosh, if you that's a nice throwback. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm not gonna guess or assume how old either of you are. I'm 31, so I feel like my James, I'm 31 my, too. Like, school, really? Yeah. To buy me. Um, but yeah, I feel like the like for me growing up, growing up in California was like the hikey movement, like Mac Dre. Mm-hmm. Too short, Zion I, E40. So, like, like anything related like, to that. Yeah, I have no idea what any of that is. But, but I'll, if there's any of our listeners who know exactly what I'm talking about, you found your people. Reach out to us and we'll <laughs> yeah. get you connected with James. <laughs> yeah. This podcast I'll, is becoming just a friend, friend's misconnection. Yes. Right. <laughs> you know, it's hard. It's hard for adult men to make friends, I've noticed. So, if you are. Great point. A person out there that, that thinks that you would like to be friends with James, <laughs> then you know what? Just email me at sydney at emmyco.com and I will introduce you to James. And it doesn't have to be weird. You know, it's only weird if you make it weird. Just and if you want to give us your address, sure. we'll send you the last Dan Hanley book. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. And if you want to give me your social, I will absolutely open uh, a credit card in your name. You know, <laughs> buy, buy you a beer. Buy you a beer uh, on you. Um, that oh, bring, you mean your socials like your links way. to your social media? Oh, I yeah. No, no, I meant social social security. You know, I yeah. think this is the kind of language that. that Lauren and I have not picked up on due to a lack of experiencing dating app culture. But I do think that that is how it is now. You're not really asking people for their number. You're asking for their socials. Like, what's your Instagram? Uh, like their handles, basically. Yeah. Um, I don't think so. I'm single. I can tell you exactly tell how us. all that goes. Please educate uh, us. I feel like um, sometimes I'll see on Hinge someone's like, uh, like what I want to know about you is um, if you were, <laughs> it's like the the crazy numbers, the crazy 16 digits on the front of your credit card and those wacky three numbers on the back <laughs> or something. Like I always think that's hilarious. Um, <laughs> I want that too. Uh, I don't have a great platform yeah. to ask people for that. Should I ask them like, hey, slide into my DMs with those yeah. crazy 16 numbers on the front of your credit card? Yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, your parents' credit card number. Um, <laughs> yeah, it, it is. I don't, I don't feel like I ever asked for like someone's Snapchat, but I don't, I don't God, think that that's what you do. Oh, that died. I have friends that are, that are like parents and they are. Parents? I know. There are people we can say that's not. You got to stop that. Lots so what are you? Why are you on Snapchat? Stop it! It's not for us. <laughs> no this more parents on Snapchat. Into, <laughs> this brings me into what, something to read. Yes. Um, I've I've been on a reading kick, like you said. Uh, it's hard. It's hard to make friends as an adult. I've been reading a book called "We Need to Hang Out" by Billy Baker. It's a very good book. It's about how adult men don't really like. Uh, prioritize friendships and uh it can it's it basically just has like long-standing health benefits um physical and mental health benefits to have uh, a close group of friends that you can talk to and 
Um, I mean, I, I go to therapy. I encourage my Good friends to go you, to James. therapy. I think like, we have no shortage of therapists here. Good. What's your therapist's name? I think it's like, uh, I think that's one of those I'm not going to say. Oh, just first name. Just first name. Uh, Craig. Okay, Okay, cool. Yeah. Lauren is Holly and um, my therapist's first name is Margaret, although I call her Marge, which I've never done to her face and I don't (laughs) think she would appreciate it. What about like a little Margot? I actually call her nothing. I'm actually not sure that she's a doctor, so I don't know that I would call her like doctor. She charges me nothing. I just, is she in the room with us right now? Um, you know, she's like a she, whatever, like a you know, you could be a therapist without being a doctor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mine's a like a licensed lady. social worker. And yeah, other that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't think Holly's yeah. a doctor either because Holly's yeah. like 25 years old. Yeah. Like he, he just yeah. be like a licensed whatever social worker, and you could be mine. Mine is whoever I matched with on him <laughs> the previous time. <laughs> just like unloaded. So this is not yeah. This is not gonna work out, but. I'm finding a lot of uh, <laughs> simulation <laughs> from just venting my problems. So if I just pay you $100, can we keep talking? Can yeah. I get your Venmo? Can I buy you a beer? And yeah, exactly. I'll buy you dinner if you just listen. Don't give me advice. Just listen. You know, I just, That's I do I think that there are too many men out there that are doing exactly this. So men, here's your message. Go to therapy. <laughs> Don't do get that. Get some platonic yeah, friendships. Yep. Nurture them over yep. time. And by working on yourself in these yeah. ways, you will be more desirable romantically to whoever it is you desire. I agree. I'm, I fully, fully agree with that. The other book I've been reading is called Analog. It's why we're, um, why we crave like analog versus digital in a very, like we have everything at our fingertips now. Um, and I absolutely like fall into that. I have a seventies convertible that like, has a, a manual choke on it that I have to pull to like start it in the winter. Yeah. So it's it's just like wanting to do all these things old school versus every like not having to. Um, and and why we kind of like want to be a part that of that. That sounds so interesting to me. I'm taking a note. Yeah, it's by Robert Hassan. All right. Well, we are already over time, so we're gonna wrap it up with PFB in the streets. <laughs> Lauren, you got the words. I've got two, yeah, since we're a little over. Um, So the first one I'm going to mention. Oh, wait, yeah, do you know how Yeah, it's like Billy on the Streets. So we just give you a word and you react to it. Uh, So this is the only only segment that no one receives any preparation for, and you just let it fly. Sometimes not even us. Um. All right. So for $1, I would like to hear your um, initial reaction on red versus purple. Um, Purple, absolutely bleed purple. Um, And red is, uh, is big mothership Adobe. So um, I'm, I'm not going to choose. I'm, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to decline the dollar. Red is signing the paychecks, but purple has some emotional fulfillment. Yes. That's He's right. like, as I'm saying this out loud, right. here right. actually right. is your dollar back. All right, I'm going to try to give you the same dollar back and <laughs> okay. let you talk to me about dogs. 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 <laughs> I don't know what a nog is, but dogs. a dog. Um, a dog. Uh, dogs. My dog, Archie. I love dogs. I think that people need to be stricter with their dogs. <laughs> Everyone has a dog in, in Denver. 
and people are like they'll get in their face and be like remember we talked about how you're not supposed to bark in public and i'm like they don't remember you gotta flick them on the nose you you gotta like like you you control this like like you have to be the the um the the one the parent you know um i i think dogs are absolutely a treat though and i don't know uh, what i would do without mine so i think they're just like they really are like human's best friend um and if having kids is anything like having dogs uh it sounds like fun most of the time yes yeah uh, you know, I agree people should be stricter with their dogs. I did see someone on the street yesterday. It's tough. Dogs in New York, I think, are tough. It's, it's not, Don't it's have not a, dog a good life for a dog. That's it's not a good I life. I think James is a great I, dog owner, Sydney. I can already I tell. I agree. Uh, but I did see someone yesterday. Uh, this was probably the most respect I've ever had for a dog owner. Um, their dog squatted to poop on the sidewalk, and she quick slipped a paper towel under its butt. <laughs> so it pooped onto the paper towel. I in her like, hand? Wow. No, no, no. Like, she just put it on the sidewalk, okay. and it just pooped in the paper towel, and then she could pick up the paper towel and put it in the poop bag. It was it was amazing. Wow. I have so much respect for that person. I see too much dog poop on the sidewalk, and it makes me really upset. I just uh, see too many big not, dogs in New York. Yeah, we're, like, not really dog yeah. people, but I do respect the concept of being a dog person, especially if you are taking good care of your dog and, like, training it properly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they gotta be... They got to be well-trained. Uh, mine's a border collie. So he's like 45 pounds, the perfect size. And he's super smart, which is great. But like his intelligence is, is limited by my intelligence. I've learned. Also like, same with kids. If I... <laughs> yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Well, they can they go to school and then yeah, they learn true. things that, that you don't know. But um, like if I don't teach him how to do something, he just won't. Or if I don't know how to teach him how to do something, like he won't pick up on it. Um, which is kind of, you mean, he's not like, Hey James, I folded your laundry for you. Here you go, buddy. <laughs> no, you're like, how'd you, no. he's like, how'd hey, you I've been brushing up on Italian cuisine and I've made us some meatballs for dinner. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's more like, I'll get home. He's more like, Hey, by the way, I shit in the kitchen. I you forgot that. to tell me not to do that. You, yeah, you <laughs> didn't let me out earlier. Sorry. Touch it. Oops. <sighs> yeah. Also, not unlike kids. Hey, by the way, also, also, here's a tennis ball. Can you throw it yeah. for me, please? Thanks. Appreciate uh, it. Get back to your yeah. job here. Thanks. We yeah mm-hmm. yeah we like Archie. Archie's a good kid. That's good. All Love right. that. Well, James, Speaking of this which, has been wonderful. Go ahead. Thank you so much. No, for I can't me. go bad because you started to close it up. So that just means it wasn't meant to be. Okay. Well, James, thank you for being here. This was really wonderful to get to know you. Um, and likewise, we like you, even though you're a dog person. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Well, we knew you were a dog like person before I asked what you thought about dogs. We saw your cute yeah. dog. Yeah. We knew you were. It wasn't dad. a trap. I got, it I wasn't a, a trap. Yeah. I got a dog hat too. So I'm, like, I'm, a, I'm a dog All right. person. All right. Well, okay. Well, great getting to know you. Good luck out there, little podcast. (laughs) Like and subscribe, share, tell everyone.